So welcome to the monthly call for the E3 Facebook group, Energetic Explorations for Evolution. Just as a reminder, this group is open to women and men. And to give you the context, Beth, Shakina, Terrence, and I started this group in March 2023, and we've used astrology as a way to set a container for a conversation. And we pick a monthly theme using the inspiration from the current astrology and share that as a guidepost to explore your own life. So Beth, before I go into more of a description about where where we're headed for this month, um, I just wanted to turn it over to see if there's anything you'd like to share. Uh, Thanks, Andrea. Yeah, uh, happy to be here with everybody and explore our theme this month, which is awakening innovation, collaboration, and new visions. Um, We're in Aquarius season, which goes from April, uh, April. January 20th to February 18th. I should know because my birthday is January 23rd. <laughs> yes, you've so got the sun. We're already it's jumping good. ahead with our innovation and new visions <laughs> to the spring. <laughs> so, yeah, so we'll, we're excited to explore with you today. And, um, and we do, um, you know, have a Facebook group. You may be seeing this uh, as we're live in the Facebook group. We also post on YouTube. Um, and so if you find us there, you're welcome to join the group as well. And we love to hear from you. Any comments, uh, reflections, anything that's going on for you um, during Aquarius season, drop us a note. Great. Thanks, Beth. <clears throat> okay. So just to dive into a little bit of the astrology and the theme, um, honestly, I cannot remember which astrologer said this? I'm going to read a quote in a minute. It might have been Channy Nicholas or Pam Gregory or Heather Ensworth or Molly McCord or Verena Burrell. So apologies for not writing that down, but they are the the women who I go to every month to get a little bit of a confirmation for what I'm feeling and to have them put words to the astrology. Um So the quote was a reference to how the sun and Pluto were both in Capricorn on January 20th, and then they would both be entering Aquarius within 12 hours of each other. And to emphasize this even more, Mercury, the planet of communication, and the new moon, which is on February 9th, are also in Aquarius. And this new moon falls at one degree There's degrees from zero to 30, and it's at one degree. And and it's also the start of the Lunar New Year. So we're getting the message Mm -hmm. from this theme of awakening innovation, collaboration, and new visions. We're getting the message of new beginning, new beginning, new beginning, time to plant seeds for 2024. So even though we're into... You know, this spans um, from the end of January into February. We're getting the message of that. Okay, so the mystery astrologer, the quote said, this signifies this move from Capricorn into all of these planets and moon in um, Aquarius. This signifies a very potent frequency shift in the collective field as the sun, 
reveals more of Pluto's transformational journey and what that means for us now. The Sun and Pluto are syncing up in a new cycle of revelations, disclosure, illuminations, secrets, powerful developments, grand declarations, and initiations that are coming to the surface. So expect the unexpected as the Aquarius energy signature is electrifying, igniting, shocking, disruptive, and fast moving. So we'll also need to stay intentional and grounded as we'll be feeling a lot pulsing through our nervous systems. So think about how this energy shift has been affecting you over the past two weeks. And I want to just, just say, there was so much shifting for Beth and me that we were delayed in recording the monthly conversation for the E3 Facebook group, Energetic Explorations for Evolution. And there have been solar flares and electrical upgrades on the earth and, and through our bodies. So number one, be gentle with yourself. You are going through a lot of shifting. You can feel the acceleration and you can also feel it in your body. And actually, um, this week, I'm going to post a blog from Elizabeth Peru that talks about an increase of solar consciousness in 2024 and 2025. And I'll mention more about that in specifics when we record for Pisces, because it's something that's going to be ongoing throughout the next two years. And to understand that there are things happening in the planets and on the earth that we can measure scientifically. And then there's the astrology that helps us to understand what it is for us personally and collectively. So just as a reminder, this is a year of big transformation, and Aquarius is the innovator, the future thinker, collaborator that is ushering in new visions for this year. And beyond. What? And beyond. And beyond. That's right. <laughs> so that's that's just an overview of that. So here's the other thing. I, I want to just share some personal things that that I've been tuning into to give an example of, you know, there's the astrology and then there's the, how does this relate to us, our, our thoughts, our beliefs and how we're living our day-to-day -day life. So these were just some of the things that were really crossing my path over the past few weeks as um, in this theme of awakening, awakening innovations, collaboration and new visions. So some of you know that I lead an annual incubator, an online co-working space for women creatives who are working on or exploring creative self-expression through writing blogs, online programs, uh, creating art, music, photography, and dance. And we're almost at the end of this cycle now. It ends end of February, and the next one doesn't begin until the fall in October. So I just want to use this as an example, though. So during the five months of community connection and individual coaching and optional resources, I write 100 days of stories and reflections with writing prompts around a topic. 
And again, some of you may have heard me talk about how since November, the topic was flip the script on a variety of topics. Flip the script on peace, on housing, on water, on the holidays, colonialism, and the patriarchy. In this past week, I wrote about flip the script on social justice. So I want to just highlight that. And here's a couple of things that came up. First of all, on the cover of Yes! Magazine's issue called New Social Justice, there's a drawing of a pink and purple butterfly. And there are words on the four different wings. Resist, reform, build, heal. And this butterfly is a model of transformative justice. And I'll just read a description, brief description of how they were describing these four wings. The resistors are the people in the blockades, the protests, the work stoppages. Another part of transformative justice is the reformers. And they're the folks who are trying to make change within a system that's no longer working. The, the third one is the builders. And they are the people who are creating alternative institutions. And this could be like a freedom school or different kind of way to educate and learn. And then the fourth one, which is really what I wanted to highlight, is the healers. And they are, they are part of this transformative justice because it's not just about the resisting and the protesting. It's about how do we actually heal from this together? How do we bring about change that this is part of it? So the healers are the conflict mediators. They're the coaches, the rabbis, the singers, the artists. And that leads me to the next thing that crossed my path. I was watching a documentary on Netflix last week called The Greatest Night of Pop. And it's the story of how the song, We Are the World, was recorded in January 1985 in support of raising money to help people in Africa who were starving. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So let's start giving. So if you didn't remember the title, We Are the World, maybe you remember the tune. And in that documentary, there was a quote from Harry Belafonte, who was the person who came up with the idea to raise money through music for Africa. And he said, we believe that artists have a valuable function in every society, since it is the artist who reveals society to itself. Just as the civil rights needed to be amplified, the conditions of poverty in Africa needed to be told. All right. And then the last piece that came was from Time Magazine. And it said, 2024, and this was just, this is a recent issue. 2024 is not just an election year. It's perhaps the election year. Globally, more voters than ever in history will head to the polls as at least 64 countries, plus the European Union, 
representing a combined population of about 49% of the people in the world, are meant to hold national elections, the results of which, for many, will prove consequential for years to come. So to understand this awakening of innovation, this collaboration, and we're going to be able to see where we're headed by looking at how people vote at the polls. And already Taiwan has had an election, and I forget there was another, sorry, I need to like make my list as I'm watching who are who's being elected and what is their intention what are they you know are they going to bring about collaboration and us working together is it a new vision or is it going to be an old vision you know so it's just something to watch this year and also make your own choice whatever country you are in on how you're going to vote because there's so so many countries this year. So this combination of social justice and watching the documentary really hit me. You know, there was something about holding space for women in the incubator to bring forth their creative self-expression while exploring flip the script around their lives. And there's something about this willingness and ability to change this year to, to question to reflect because it is a year it is a year of change and <clears throat> i mean i even noticed with the ancestral lineage healing with clients this this month or in january how deep and how quickly and how potent this preparation for the year is is happening with their own healing and you know what we need the resistors we need the reformers we need the builders. We need the, the healers. And I wanted to bring this into this conversation because many of the people in this group or who listen to the, the podcast or the YouTubes, that you are the builders and healers. And, and, you know, I mean, I know that I have participated in resisting and reforming and a big part of what I'm doing right now is about building and working with the healing. And so, you know, I, I wanna just leave you with this one thought, your voice matters. And the healing energy that you are bringing into your own practices, into your families, working with clients, it matters even more this year. So I'll leave you with that. And I'll turn it over to you, Beth. Thanks, Andrea. I love that. And uh, yeah, those four um, uh, umbrellas of social justice, I mean, they feel, they all feel like Aquarian to me in some way, shape or form, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, I love that. So mm -hmm. uh, maybe we can share that in the Facebook group too. So mm -hmm. that image. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to touch on, uh, as Andrea kind of um, started to lead into, you know, that it is such a time of, um, you know, opportunity in terms of a new beginning. And 
um, particularly this week with the new moon coming up and the lunar new year um, that's celebrated um, in Asian cultures and, and, and different cultures uh, honor this time. Um, it's also um, last week uh, on Friday was uh, in bulk, which is a Celtic uh, pagan festival that's celebrated halfway between winter solstice and spring equinox. Sometimes it's also known as St. Bridget's Day. And it's really about um, that being in that time when we're We've been talking in the, in the last couple of months about going inward, and you know, as we move through winter solstice and being in the and pre, and um and we're in the northern hemisphere. <laughs> I just want to say that because I know we have some listeners in the southern hemisphere, and you know, it's that rather than having uh, been inward at this time, they've been going through summer solstice and in that more expansive energy. So. Um, but I think mo more of our listeners are here and, and that's where we are. So that we're kind of speaking from that experience as well. Um, and so this idea of being in the belly of mother earth and, um, really like when the seeds, you know, we've gone within to that dormant state, um, and that, that, that new, uh, birth is sort of beginning from that deep place within. So it's kind of honoring that time. Uh, when maybe I guess we could say the winter slumber is starting to expand outward. And so, and even if um, I think just in terms of, you know, being in this Aquarius season and um, and particularly with the, the movement of Pluto into Aquarius, this idea of the new beginning, whether we're in the Northern or some uh, Southern hemisphere, energetically, it's a time when we're, um, you know, moving into a new phase. Pluto is the uh, planet of, um, death and rebirth. And so, um, you know, coming in along with the sun at this time, it really supports that. So, um, so as we're moving into this uh, new moon, which is coming up on February 9th at, uh, in the uh, six o'clock Eastern time and three Pacific time, or wherever your uh, location, you can check. Um, there's really an opportunity to set our energy and intention for the rest of the year. And in a way, I know I tend to lean into the Lunar New Year um, because I feel like that need for that inner time during the winter. But also, um, you know, some of us celebrated New Year's already, but it's another new year and another opportunity. And, and really, we have this opportunity every day of our lives to um, to begin again. So um like there's a one of my spiritual teachers used to say um i'm not going to get it right now but uh in every day in in every day in every way there's a new beginning so um and now just energetically that is really supported in a number of different ways and if we look to different traditions um that really uh is supporting that idea so Aquarius is asking us to break out of some old patterns and into a new paradigm. And um, so I just encourage everybody to maybe explore that a little bit this week as we move through the new moon and the rest of Aquarius season, which goes to February 18th. Uh, and Andrea touched on this too, that, you know, on, in the Aquarian age, we're working on the individual and collective levels. Um, and there's a need to kind of work with and manage our energy um, there is, there can be an increase in energy or maybe, uh, maybe more chaotic energies in some ways uh, as that, you know, we just think about 
all the energy it takes for that little seed <laughs> to emerge and burst forward and a shoot, uh, you know, to come up all the way above the ground towards the sunlight, that takes a lot of energy. So, um, so that's kind of, you know, what we're doing inwardly as well as potentially outwardly. So, um, and with that being said, um, you know, so we're on, what's today? February 6th. <laughs> so we have a few days till the new moon on February 9th. And, you know, we can see this if we're honoring the Lunar New Year is the end of the year. And often in um, uh, Asian cultures, they take this time to clear and clean things out. So maybe cleaning your house outwardly, but also looking at, you know, what feelings, patterns, and beliefs um, we might want to release. And that's the same um each month we have that opportunity as we get uh, towards the new moon. Um, we're in a period called, often called the balsamic moon, where um, in a way it's like going into winter each month and going back into that stillness. And there's an opportunity to let go of what we don't want to carry forward when we bring in the new energy. So, um, so it can be a great time to kind of reflect a little bit on um, on what you may want to release uh, personally. And then thinking about um, one of the things about Aquarius is um, there's such a strong desire for uh, <clears throat> it's in, in some ways conflicted, I guess there's that there's a desi deep desire for authenticity um, to be following our, our own path and journey um, and to also honor you know, the collective and, and, and that there's really like that we are all um, equal and deserving, you know, of, of the same things. So, um, so there's a little bit of a dance there, but in terms of our personal journey, you know, sometimes we've been just through our programming or experiences kind of living our life through other people's or the world's expectations. And so, and that can sometimes create uh, misalignment with our our essence, our greater nature, our soul. So it's a good time to kind of look at that. Are there places where you feel like you're um, not really living your truth? And are there things maybe that you want to let go of so that you can step more fully into the truth of who you are, uh, into living <clears throat> the authentic life that you want to be living? as we move forward. So, you know, so think, just think about over the next few days, what do you need to let go of? And then also beginning to think about those intentions, the seeds you want to plant as you go through the new moon and the new year. And that will allow you to step more into the truth of who you are. So, um, yeah, I really feel like Aquarius asks us to honor this authenticity um, and also honor the collective at the same time. So, um, so there's a balance that, you know, that we're, or a dance we're sort of trying to do, or hopefully we're doing, <laughs> but it can be, uh, you know, it can be, again, especially with the energy of Pluto and the transformation, it can be uncomfortable. Change is not always comfortable. Sometimes it causes us pain and discomfort. We're, we're really more comfortable in the familiar. And so, um, so I think, you know, in general, transformation invites us to put down some of the heavy bags or the weight that we've been carrying and to begin to pick up 
you know, uh, a new, a new space that we, that's open, that there's space for, for us to fill with, again, that heart's desire, that deeper essence. So, um, and that requires us listening, listening deeply to our heart and to our soul. And so, you know, meditation can be wonderful always. And at this time, at these, at these transitional times is even more beneficial. So, um, so I just invite you during um, Aquarius season and this new moon to stretch yourself a bit, look beyond what you have imagined was possible. And I think, you know, that there's that possibility uh, for new visions that that maybe are visions we have not had before. So um, Andrew talked about flipping the script and it's also an opportunity to write a new story for your life. So um, you can work with writing intentions as you work with the new moon energy and think about, you know, things you wish to have or create in your life, but also the feelings that help anchor that. Um, and to do that for ourselves as individuals and also um, the collective, because we're all part of this evolving world. So um, I wanted to lead us in a uh, meditation that's kind of a, a little bit of a precursor to the new moon to tune into where we are um, and something you can work with um, through the next few days and into the new moon. So I'm gonna invite you to find a comfortable position can have your feet on the floor or be sitting on the floor, just feeling yourself supported by Mother Earth. And if you're comfortable, I invite you to close your eyes or just have a soft gaze on the floor in front of you. There will be some visualizations, so sometimes having closed eyes can be helpful. And let's begin with a few deep relaxation breaths. First, breathing into any physical tension that you're holding. Just gathering that tension with your in-breath and letting it go with the out-breath. And then breathing into any emotional tension you might be holding, perhaps noticing where you're holding that most strongly in your body, gathering that emotional tension on the in-breath and letting it go on the out-breath. Noticing any mental tension or worries you may be holding, perhaps where that's held most strongly in your body, and gently hooking that mental tension or worries on the in-breath and releasing it on the out-breath.
taking a moment now as we begin this practice to just ask that it be for our own highest good, for each of us as an individual, and for all beings. So now I'd like you to bring your breath and awareness down to your root center, or root chakra, right at the base of your spine, where your body meets the seat, your seat or the earth, where your feet meet the earth. Just feeling that connection, taking a few breaths in that root center, right at the base of your spine, the center that connects you to the earth, to the physical realm, to your body. Just presencing yourself there for a moment, feeling that connection to the earth. And then I'd like you to imagine going down deep into the earth to a place where you can just imagine yourself as a seed that's gone dormant deep within the earth. And the seed is so still, it may even look like there's not life left in it. But as you look at it, you can see that there's some outer layers, some older layers beginning to shed away. And you may wish to name some of those things that are being shed away with those layers. For a moment, just Ask if there's any feelings, patterns, or beliefs it's time to let go of. You just see some of those layers. They may even all already have fallen around the seed into the space in the earth. Just letting anything that feels to be released at this time that's no longer serving you, that you wish to release as you begin to move forward behind. You just see those things that are falling away, just returning to the earth as compost, transforming and becoming nourishment in some other way. And now I'd like you to imagine yourself going inside that seed to the center of that seed. That is your essence. And begin to feel the potential of the new. And as you enter into that space, it may feel tight or constricted. There may be pressure or you may feel something just compressed or ready or wanting to begin to burst forth, but it's not time yet. 
But ask yourself as you tune into that energy that's held in this seed, this deep essence of yourself, what that might be. What is wanting to come forth? It may come as word or image or feeling. It may just be that you're tuning into that energy of the new potential it may not have form yet. Just feel that energy. And know that it's there within you, that it comes from the deep essence of your being, your greater nature. Now I'd like you to imagine bringing your energy and intention into your heart center as you're still within the seed of your being, the seed of new potential. Imagine that a small flame ignites in your heart center as if you lit a match and a candle and there's a very small flame right in the center of your heart. And this spark, this flame, and begin to carry back with you this energy of potential as you move into and through this Aquarius new moon. Your seed is still resting and preparing, but you're carrying that energy with you. And so for now, leaving the seed in its place in the belly of Mother Earth, allowing it to continue its nurturing and growth at its own pace, knowing you could come back and visit anytime to connect with that energy, to release more layers as it's growing. I'm gonna invite you to, with that flame in your heart, to begin to move back up from deep into the earth, into your body. Feel yourself coming fully into your body and feeling that small flame aglow in the center of your heart. And not simply your physical heart, but the deep heart, the deepest heart of your soul. And knowing that flame carries that potential, that that new beginning that's coming from your own inner wisdom, from your greater nature. And I'd like you to begin to allow that flame to expand from beyond your heart space, beginning to fill your chest, center of your being, and just as it gets bigger, it's a little bigger and a little brighter and a little bigger and a little brighter. Begins to expand beyond your body. So that at some point you feel yourself 
enveloped within that flame. Still a glow in the center of your heart, but now you're also within the flame, your whole body, your whole being. It even expands to fill your energy field beyond your body. Really feel that energy, that energy of your potential, the intention that comes from the depths of your being, whether that intention is conscious or unconscious. And as you hold that flame within and you sit within that energy potential, I'd like you to also imagine or invite an intention to emerge for the, the collective. What wish do you have for the world at this time? For all of the beings, for all of Mother Earth's children, the two-leggeds, the four-leggeds, the stone beings, the plant beings, the winged ones, the elementals, Mother Earth herself. Invite an intention to emerge for the collective. And allow that to embody your whole flame in addition to your individual intention. Just feeling that intention for the collective filling you inwardly and outwardly. And with that intention, I'd like you to begin to expand your flame out. Imagine that you're carrying this intention, both personal and collective, out into the world. First expanding to fill your neighborhood, perhaps your city, your state, your country, your part of the world and eventually expanding to fill the whole world, expanding so far around the globe that your flame now encompasses the whole world. See your flame, your flame of intention and potential surrounding Mother Earth, all her children, carrying that deep essence the new vision that you bring to your own life and to the world. You can even expand a little further beyond the earth into the space, into the universe. Just feeling your essence one with the essence of creation. And knowing that that energy, the source, of the universe, life is supporting your visions, your intentions. And from this expansive space, you may wish to speak your intentions 
or just fold them. Asking that they be supported being manifest for the highest good of yourself and all beings and all creation. beginning to come back inwards you know you could connect in any time at any time in this way getting to bring your flame back as far out as it's gone through space the universe surrounding the earth coming in again through all the parts of the world that you may have expanded through through your city your neighborhood Seeing your flame, even for a moment, around your house, your home, just surrounding and enveloping you and all your beloveds with this energy of potential, intention. And then bringing it back around yourself, around your body, bathing every atom and cell with this energy of new beginning new vision and then coming back into your heart center once again seeing that flame now within you knowing that that's always there in the heart of your heart the center of your heart the essence of your being you can always connect with it and it may shift and change as you grow and transform as your seed begins to break forth and emerge it's this space of connection with your essence that is the birthplace of the new beginning of your new world and of our new world. So for now, letting all of the imagery go, just feeling yourself once again in your seat, feeling the earth beneath your feet, supported, feeling the energies above, to finish, I'm just going to invite you to take a few parallel breaths, just solidifying that connection. So breathing up from the earth, letting the breath flow like a wave of energy up through your body and exhaling out the top of your head. And then inhaling from above and letting the breath cascade down through your body like a wave or a waterfall and exhaling back into the earth. Taking a few breaths between earth and heaven, heaven and earth. Feeling yourself supported, feeling yourself aligned. Feeling the energy of potential that flows through you in each and every moment.
And then on your next breath down, just exhaling into the earth. Taking a moment to express gratitude for Mother Earth, for Source, Creator, for all of our supporters and allies. Just finish, I'll say, a round of metta, and you can just repeat it silently or loud. May we be happy. May we be peaceful. May we be free of suffering. May we have ease of well-being. Take your own timing coming back. You can take some deeper breaths, move your hands and feet a little bit. Really feel that earth beneath you supporting you. And you may wish to do a little journaling after the meditation or any reflection on our conversation now or if you if you use it again over the next few days. Andrea, anything you wanted to wrap up with? Yeah, first of all, thank you. That that was a great um you know, foundational piece for this this time. I know I'll go back in and and listen to that meditation again. So thank you for that. I'm glad we have that recorded. Um, you know, the one thing I wanted to say is that when you were talking about new beginnings, depending, you know, that they're throughout the year, there are new beginnings, new visions, and and there are, I mean, there's the Jewish New Year that's in September, right? It's like, we can look at these times that are, or it's the beginning of a new season or um, things like that. And what I was reminded of is that these crossroads where the planets all line up with something could happen anytime during the year. And my sense is that in the next few years, we're going to go through more rapid cycles of um, endings and beginnings. And I was reminded by nature this week about how circular and interconnected all of these things are, because in the backyard, there's a ginkgo tree that leaves turned yellow in the past month, and they're falling. And so here it is February, and there's what I connect with a fall season happening with that tree. And just next to it, there are these bushes. There, there's bird in paradise and there are azalea bushes that are in full bloom in something that I consider spring in the Northern Hemisphere. And so these 
seasons that are happening in the same backyard right next to each other. It just felt like, um, yeah, that nature was just saying that sometimes we think that we can predict where the endings and beginnings are. And sometimes they're happening, not just sometimes, but there there's a lot of times it's happening beside each other, that there's some kind of ending or completion of a cycle at the same time that something is blooming and beginning the next cycle. So I just wanted to reflect on that and to encourage everyone look at nature around you and see what the messages are for you. Be in that direct communication with all of life that is around you. So it's not about this being fixed. It's about, oh, no. <laughs> you know, yeah. it is fluid. It is fluid and ever-changing. And that the this practices, like coming back to this meditation, and the breath, even that you were sharing, it are ways to get anchored in to connect to the planet and go on the go on the ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so thanks, Beth. Yeah, thank you, and thanks for what you shared about the um, seasons and things. I think that's really important. Um, you know, to just have in mind too that you know, again, we're talking about the individual and the collective, and we all have you know, there's the seasons of nature and how they're happening and based on where we are on the planet and, you know, and all sorts of factors, obviously, with the climate these days, too. Um, But then we all have our own seasons and cycles of our life, you know, based on different ages or periods we're in or transitions we're going through. So, um, yeah, it's just, I think uh, it's it's always important to... uh, be in tune with those and you know we don't always in our busy lives <laughs> take the time to do that and I think now is definitely a beautiful opening or an invitation uh, to do that and to kind of create a foundation uh, for being more in tune with that going forward and, and that really was our intention when uh, Andrea and I envisioned this group um, and it, uh, called it energetic explorations for evolution you know it's about being in tune with the energies and that's on all different you know all levels body mind emotion spirit individual collective you know uh, with nature and you know the astrological cycles so um so and, and every person's gonna kind of uh attune to that in different ways so the invitation is really for you um to explore that and how uh you where you're navigating and how uh how you might wish to navigate going forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, we'll see you in the Facebook group. And um, again, we'll be posting uh, there and, and on YouTube. Um, we'll share the information for the group if anybody's catching us there. So. All right. So long now. See you next month. Yeah. See you next month. <laughs>